Hello and welcome to a toast rom-coms. We're going to call this like the sick edition. Yeah, the sinus affection edition. There we go, because we're both a fucking mess. Yeah, but we're doing it for you. <laughs> Make sure you check out the Instagram at Toasty Rom-Coms, because as we were setting up, <laughs> Allison pulled her roll of toilet paper for her <laughs> nose across the screen and I was like oh shit I should go get mine so I moved mine so you'll see pictures of our drink and toilet paper set up yep so we just if, in case we have a, a booger emergency I guess the nose blow we uh we're not a tissue family <laughs> I think it infuriates Stephen with a ph to no end because all three of us just use toilet paper instead of tissue I mean it's kind of a waste it's the same fucking thing. It is. Although I will say that the bamboo toilet paper is not as gentle on the nose as the Charmin. True. You know what? That's true. But it's more gentle than that, like public bathroom toilet paper. Or paper towels. Or paper. Oh, I had to use a paper towel today. It was brutal. Oh, every time, like sometimes at school like teachers would run out of tissues and they would just get like that brown paper towel stuff yep the fucking worst yeah that's tough that's you've come on tough times absolutely get healthy or stay home fuckers listeners this sick voice is allison and i'm marie allison's been working on this for a week I just ended my second week with this. I And I don't know if my sinuses will ever be clear again. I wake up just completely stuffed every morning. I don't know what to tell you. It's not. You might want to see somebody for that. <laughs> you could, I thought you weren't. I thought you weren't supposed to like do anything for sinus infections. Once it goes past a certain point and it's still not going away, it could have turned bacterial and you may need something. Oh, okay. I'll give it like three more days. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I'll give it, I'll give it three. And then if I'm, it's still there on Tuesday, I'll go to MedExpress. So mine has been much shorter. So mine didn't really start until Tuesday. So it's really only been five days. And I sound much worse than I feel. Oh, that's good. Yes. Oh, So I I think by Monday, I'm going to really have reached the turning point. You do sound really good. Yeah, right? (laughs) My sexy radio voice. That's right. So husky. So hopefully, even though we may not be feeling our best, this is going to be the best fucking podcast on the Prince and Me. I feel like it's got to be real niche. We got to have we got to have a good chance because so we just ended Halloween and it's real hard finding rom coms with Thanksgiving in them, and the Prince and Me has a solid Thanksgiving scene in it. So we just went for it. Yeah. That's that's it. That that was the rationale behind this rom com. We had talked about gremlins. We had talked about something else. I forget. Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. But and I feel like Penelope takes place in the fall, right? Because she wears a scarf. It's hard or to tell because just... it's London. Oh, good point. It is a little chillier over there. 
We'll figure it out. So one day we'll still do Penelope. Oh yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, so the Prince and me, do you want to get started on it? Let's or do it. All right. The Prince and me came out in 2004. This is like Julia Stiles heyday. I mean, she is just rom-com queen. Yes, she is. So it stars aforementioned Julia Stiles, Luke Mabley, Mabley? Who knows? Yeah. Miranda Richardson, Ben Miller. That's really it. And then it was direct- yeah. Sorry? I was just going to say, not a huge cast. Like, she had some some friends in there, but no one really important. No. It's just her, the prince, the mom, and Soren, the bodyguard. Who was, the, who was he? Ben Miller. Oh, I thought that was the king. Oh, you know, he was in Bridgerton. He was? He was in season one of Bridgerton, apparently. As who? Lord Archibald. I don't even remember that. Sorry, I'm trying to see if I know him from anything else, but I don't. I looked at Luke Mabry to see if I knew him. And he has been in some other things, but nothing I've watched. Okay. Um, It was directed by Martha Coolidge. And it was written by Mark Amon, Catherine Fugate, Jack Emil. And Michael Begler. Looks like it's based on a people. Looks like it's based on a book, though. I think Mark Min is like the original writer. Oh. So, I I want to know a little bit more. So I wonder if. Sorry. (laughs) We're a disaster. Yeah. It's true. I feel refreshed. <laughs> I wonder if this book is a series. Like, there's four of these movies. Did you see that? Yes, I did. And that's insane. I bet you they get real shitty. Well, Luke Mabley's in the second one, not Joel Styles. And then even he gives up on the third and fourth one. Oh, and he's, he's a whole other guy. Yeah. So. Okay, so he's in the second one. Is the person supposed to be Paige, though? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that's the honeymoon, right? The royal honeymoon. Yikes. Or is it the marriage? I wonder if they bang. (laughs) Probably not. And then the third one is something. And then the fourth one is... The Elephant Adventure. The what? It's the Prince and Me Elephant Adventure. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're in like some made-up country and an elephant goes missing and they're helping some girl rebel against her arranged marriage. It's like crazy. Summary. Wow. That so is... So they really, they really tried to capitalize on this. That's wild I can't see them having done well so I think it's wild that there's so many because while this one was entertaining it's not like gold you know 
know. And it's entertaining. Yeah. It brought me back to like, whereas I didn't find the movie itself nostalgic, I found like the feelings nostalgic. Like if I had watched this in high school, I would have been all about this yes. fucking movie. Yes. I agree. And I would have been like, this is going to happen to me in college. I know it. But that exchange Danish person absolutely. coming to your hometown college. Yep. It would have been there and he would have fallen for me. Yep. And he would have asked you to take your top off. <laughs> Wild. Pun intended. Um, so it, that was, it was nostalgic, but the acting isn't particularly good. Oh, no, it's terrible. The plot is super fucking thin. It, and it goes on a little bit too long. It's an hour and 51 minutes. I saw that and I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going to happen in this movie? Turns out a lot. Yeah. uh, But at the same time, not that much. (laughs) I can't laugh. It hurts. So take my silences as laughter. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) It's like once, once, spoiler alert, she goes to Denmark. It's like the action just stops, but the movie continues. So I I don't I don't even know. It was it was wild, but not really. It was it was weird. So um the drink to go with the prince and me is the race car because there is some drag racing in this movie. Um and it's a small drink. It's one ounce. High proof bourbon, not just bourbon. Make it high proof. Is is um, the Kirkland's that you used high proof? It's 103 proof. Wow. So bourbon tends to be higher proof than the other like scotches and whiskey. It's typically around 100 proof. And scotch and whiskey are typically around 80. Um, Lemon juice, an ounce of lemon juice, and an ounce of Grand Marnier. And if you go to at Toasty Romcoms to check out those picks, you'll see that I bought the tiny bottles because during the pandemic, I wasn't going to spend $60 to buy a regular size bottle. So, um, cheers. Cheers. Smells very bourbon-y. I don't know what it tastes like. It tastes like bourbon and lemon. That sounds good to me. Oh wait, it's coming through. I got a clear. I got a clear nasal passage. Taste it. Taste it. It's fine. Yeah, I can. I can drink it. It's a stiff drink. I'm not gonna be gagging my way through. No, but it's like a sipper for sure. Mm-hmm. I think I would like it. I didn't put the ice in it because I took the I took the picture and I didn't want to put ice in it. You should never. But I think if you had like <laughs> like the big round cube or a square cube in there just to keep it a little cooler, it would go well. I think maybe tone down the lemon. I might tone down the lemon for next time because it is a little oh. bit sour. See, I prefer that. Interesting. Yeah. I never know so your I taste. Like I can never pin them down. I don't know. Too tart. Not tart enough. I'm very finicky. 
Maybe it's the underlying alcohol tones. So with like a brown liquor, I need very tart. Oh, okay. So we'll see. Whatever that means. Uh, uh, brown. I know. Scotch. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> um, can you summarize this movie for us? Sure can. Make sure you get all the subtleties. Okay. Prince doesn't want to be king, doesn't want responsibility. Small town farm girl wants all of their responsibility, takes life way too seriously. Rom-com coincidence, they meet because he goes to a foreign exchange college program in Wisconsin. Because he thinks Wisconsin's going to be. Yeah, wild, like a wild time. Mm -hmm. So... They bump into each other there, surprise their lab partners, surprise their coworkers, and they fall head over heels, and she ends up going to Denmark to chase him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mentioned he's a prince. Yeah. You mentioned he was a prince, yes. There was a, a lot of rom-com coincidences in this movie. Like a shit ton. Some but might say very too many. Thin, very thin plot. Yeah, very thin. Um, starting with how, not starting with, but like just how he picked Wisconsin. He saw like that commercial for Girls Gone Wild. And it was in Wisconsin. So he thought Wisconsin was going to be this wild place. That commercial took me back. <sighs> I can't believe it. I forgot all about those. I can't believe that used to be a thing. I think he got sued a bunch, actually, if memory serves. The Prince because of Denmark? a lot of them were like, I was drunk, and he didn't have my consent because I couldn't give it because I was drunk. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. For sure. What's your first unbelievability? Because, you know, we got to have a lot of unbelievability in our rom-coms. Oh, yeah. It makes it enjoyable. Um, my first in un- unbelievable is within minutes of the, the first two minutes, I think, a person bringing a cake into a lab. I guess so. They didn't even wait until she was in our break room. Nope. That's that's no good. She's looking at like red blood cells and they just come in with some cake. It's not really good lab etiquette. Wow. Good for you. I definitely my, did not have a science major. My first unbelievability was him and the fact that I get he's the Prince of Denmark, but he's going to have a police escort for a drag race through Denmark. Yes, that was so wild. They're just cool with it. I don't think that's a fucking thing. So, I mean, through a town, through a cornfield, there are police holding traffic, like the whole nine yards. They both seem very incompetent behind the wheel because her trying to pass that truck or like that tractor, I was like, come on it's not like you can't see this is literally straight and flat like you gotta be mm-hmm. kidding me mm-hmm. i was uh, so could, mad not her first time driving on that road supposedly and how did do like driving through the field seem like the safer option 
for the men? No, for for her. Like when she finally decided to pass the tractor, she drove on its right side in the grass. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, these drivers, not very good role models. No. Early 20s, like we don't they don't know anything. I still don't. Yeah, but you become way more comfortable with that fact as you get older. That's true. <laughs> Everything's deadpan. I'm right now. sorry. Like, so no, it's just so funny. We're just like, yep. I this is what happened. So I like literally like I can't <laughs> produce a laugh, and so me and James were watching weird the al yankovic story and every time i found something funny this was my response slapping james's arm (laughs) to like the rhythm of laughing that was my response so every time something funny happened i'm just hitting his arm that's awesome it was very funny i i hit his arm a lot oh so it's a it's worth the watch i mean it's like a ridiculous like basically the movie is a parody oh so it's not his real life it is like this really ridiculous telling of something that's not even true i don't know that i can watch it now because i thought it was his like real thing sure isn't there's like this huge uh thing like this relationship that he has with madonna and how that's Yeah, basically, he's like the world's biggest pop star in the blink of an eye. So it's just very funny. Very tongue in cheek. Okay. Just like his songs. Exactly. There's like a really funny joke that he wrote Eat It before Michael Jackson released Beat It. (laughs) I wonder how much permission he had to get from like different people to make the movie. I don't know, because I do think he had to get permission for each of those songs. You would think, because it's their music. Yeah, I'm pretty darn sure he had to, like, get permission. I'm a little fuzzy on how copyright works, like, or did he just have to list all of the song credits and everything? Yeah, it's a good call. We'll have to call up Weird Al and ask him. Yeah, I'm sure he'll take it. Mm Mm-hmm. Got lots of time on his hands, probably. Like, just like Georgia R. Martin, he's got a ton of time on his hands. Yeah, he fucking does. Too much. <laughs> the book, asshole. That was my laugh. Uh, um, is it my unbelievability? It is. Um, her, she's at the bar with her friends. And her friend just steals a shot off of some random yes. guy's table. That was my next one too. Like that's that's not a good way cool. to start a fucking fight. Yeah. Also, that's probably not what you want to take a shot of. Somebody else's liquor. And I don't understand unless you're gonna like make out with them or something. You can't just take a shot off someone's table. No, rude. No, um, I hated accepting free drinks because I felt like something was owed in return and I wasn't about that. 
Yeah. I can see that. I didn't get that many free drinks. Uh, I did a lot of bar hopping between the ages of 22 and 24. I went on a little bit, like 25 to 27 or 28. I got more free drinks then. And yes, there were a couple times where the friend I went out with was like, you're going to have to do something now. And I'm like, "Mm, what? I don't want to. (laughs) I don't even want this drink. That's typically how that conversation went. (laughs) Like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. It's not my fault. I didn't ask for them to buy anything. So the assumption should not be there. Exactly. Um, I, for being a prince and well educated and all that kind of shit, to actually go to Wisconsin and ask the bartender to take her top off. Like, Denmark's not some under the rock country. Nor is the United States. You don't just go to fucking people and say, take your top off. After seeing a commercial, he knew how the remote works. He obviously had watched TV before and played video games. So we can conclude that he knows how commercials work. Therefore, he should know that Girls Gone Wild is not a fucking real thing. Now, I'm not saying that America is the best place in the world. But this movie seemed to play on every single American stereotype that exists and the girls gone wild was one of them i didn't think about that actually because but i guess that's true like they're in the midwest in wisconsin the farming the dairy the tractor races like those dudes that are fighting each other and like the way that the farm boys are talking to the denmark guy it was just like okay we get it we're dumb cool we have no culture. No. So whenever that started with the girls gone wild, gone wild, I was like, oh, so this is how everybody else sees us. <laughs> like, woo, these girls, they're so wild. They're showing their titties. Nudity and booze all day, every day. <laughs> yep. That's that our farming. Those are our two options. Yes. And personally, who wants to do farming? That's a shit ton of work. Yeah. Or capitalism's in there somewhere, too. I'm sure. Maybe at the bar. <laughs> yeah. Slice and lunch meat. That was another one. We love a good turkey sandwich. At a bar? Like, I've never seen one of those lunch meat slicers at a bar. It's like it was a bar slash, like, place where you could use your food meal. You, you yeah, know your what I perks. mean? What was that? Yes. Uh, flex? Yeah, like at a, in colleges and universities in America, you can buy a food plan. Yes. I don't know if it's like that all over the world. And so they have restaurants around the colleges. And if you bought a meal plan, you can like use it to for lunch and dinner up to a certain dollar amount. Well, it was like they you could use your meal plan at this bar. And that's not how it works. They don't sell alcohol in university restaurants. So... Listen to Is this. That changing? Duquesne has two restaurants that serve alcohol on campus. What? Yeah. They have the Red Ring, which you can use your flex or like whatever. And then this is another one that they got afterwards. They have a 
fucking moonlit burgers which is a really good smash burger place that opened up in Dormont within the last year. They used to be a pop-up. Like they used to just be a food truck and they were so successful that they were able to just open up two restaurants. Like that's how good these burgers are. And Duquesne got one. And Duquesne got one and they serve alcohol at both of those places. I don't know what the rules are. Like, I don't know if you can buy alcohol with your, your, like points or whatever yeah but you are able to get it on campus correct amendo and duquesne has a fucking chick-fil-a now too still bullshit yeah and we had fucking what was it off ramp was that off ramp when you were there yeah it was off ramp cockroach city my favorite thing my favorite thing to do was to get a italian hoagie with Italian dressing, mayonnaise, and banana peppers and take off all of the meat and just eat the bread with mayonnaise, Italian dressing, and banana peppers on it. That's disgusting. It was so fucking good for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, it sounds disgusting to me now too. I did like their breakfast sandwiches. I had a few 8 a.m. classes and I would go and get their breakfast sandwiches. I don't think I ever did that. It was Options. Options was the place to go. Options was the superior place to eat. Mm-hmm. You never went to the cafeteria. You know what? I liked them for breakfast buffets. Sue me. Well, it was the only place to go on weekends. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. A couple of sad old sick broads. <laughs> Can I can I say though like I just find it so unbelievable that he ended up in Wisconsin and that there was some kind of college foreign exchange program. Like I know it was I know it was like him like trying to establish himself and do something for himself and take control. But was it? I thought like, it was just because for chicks. Well, but that's how he phrased it to his parents. So they let him choose the place. And go like, but wouldn't someone somewhere like Soren or someone been like Wisconsin? Like, don't you think like California, New York City, like something Notre Dame even? Yeah, or nothing against Wisconsin. It's just not the first state you think of when you think America. I would think like Northeast. Or California. Yep. That, that's a Even Texas. And that would have played much better into the stereotypes. Yes, it would have. Good call. You could have written this movie better. You can cut this out if you want to. But even Americans think Texas is fucking crazy. I'm not cutting that out because I agree with it. Texas and, and, and Florida. Go- all, all whack jobs down there. And I'm sorry, like, I haven't been to Texas. You have. I have. And it was, there was like literally a shooting while we were there. <laughs> that, was, that was bad fucking luck. It was because it was like six blocks away from us. And I remember you calling me at seven in the morning, like, are you alive? Yeah. Yeah. But it turns out I was right to make that call because you had been there. I had been there. So 
Um, <laughs> been to Florida multiple times. Like it. Nothing against it. But it's fucking crazy out there. No fucking way would I ever live there. I mean, they have those Florida headlines for a reason. Have you seen, there's like, some guy does a TikTok where he has, on, and I see it on Instagram, but he has like a flip phone and he just shows crazy shit that is happening or has happened in Florida while eating a snack. He's like, let me get my flip phone. And he like records it. I'm like, this is exactly what I think of when I think of Florida. That's amazing. I think, yeah, the first thing that I think of whenever I think of Florida is like people over 65 Meth heads, alligators. Bad driving. Oh, God. And then Disney World. (laughs) Oranges are in there somewhere. Somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. NASA's way down there, Cape Canaveral. I know NASA, I think, is Georgia or something, but they do let off spaceships there, way down there. No, you're right. Isn't it in Jacksonville or something? I don't know. Cape Canaveral. Oh, that word that you mentioned several times. <laughs> I went, we went there before you were born. Oh, nice. Those are the days. It was fucking boring from what I remember. So you didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't help that I was like five. I mean, come on. What were they thinking? I remember two things. I sat next to an astronaut statue in like a moon thing and it turns out he wasn't a statue so that scared the shit out of me (laughs) and mom and dad wouldn't buy me astronaut ice cream that's all i've retained from that trip come on you're five you need astronaut ice cream i need dehydrated ice cream yes i still have never tasted it i think i did in grade school once how was it interesting maybe you'll get it for christmas I'm making a note so I don't forget. (coughs) I'm not sharing it with Fuck that kid. Eat it after bedtime. She doesn't have to know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is off of unbelievability, but how predictable was this movie? So I think I'm just so jaded, but like, at the end, whenever they got together for the second time after she left him for like the second time, I was like, what? I did not see this coming. I did not know that they were going to stay together. <laughs> so, yes, I was quite shocked. Were you? I was. I don't know. I was expecting it to not work out because it's ridiculous. I I just like... Earlier in the movie, like she talks about how she hates Shakespeare, and then he quoted Shakespeare, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess he's gonna have to help her with Shakespeare. Yep. And then you, like, he walked into the Ochem classroom, and you're like, oh, they're all, they're gonna be partners. Yep. <laughs> Just it filled like every trope known to teen rom coms. They threw it a, all. A parrot, a parrot was even dying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found it kind of unbelievable that she was able to get him kicked out for and douse him with the soda gun. 
Like, I felt like she would have gotten in trouble. I don't know. Like, I think it, that was a ask questions after you kick him out kind of thing. Okay. So okay. I could kind of see if she said he was harassing her. I I go back to, like, once he starts working there, like, the whole deli slicer thing, which we already talked about, but they don't have, like, pre-sliced deli meat. A college deli doesn't have time to slice its own meat. There's a line out the door. Absolutely. And it's always at like the same times between classes that the kids need to go to. Yeah. They're not going to have a deli slicer. That's also <laughs> like an insurance hazard. You bet it is. And it turns out, I read the facts, the actor actually did slice his finger on the deli slicer. What a fucking idiot. I apparently, like, when they were dancing later at, like, the coronation, was it the coronation? He had, like, a thing on his finger because it was sliced. But seriously, yeah, what a fucking, like, keep your fingers away from the fucking blades. We're very serious about sliced meats here. That is true. I think that is something about Americans. We love Come our cold cuts. And ask for chipped ham. Oh, you can't get yeah. that anywhere else. Nope. Chip chopped ham gotta be chip chopped <laughs> it's a thing look it up it is but only in pittsburgh do you remember us moving to kentucky and mom was like seriously upset that they did not chip chopped ham for ham barbecues so i don't like to get things chip chopped i like to think i like to get things sliced so i might be un pittsburgh this is what you get for spending a lot of your formative years in Kentucky. You didn't get the chipped ham. I didn't get the chip chopped ham. What the fuck? I know. But like chipped turkey, I don't want it. No, you only get chipped ham. You don't get chipped anything else. Just chipped ham. Oh, see, every time I go to Giant Eagle and get at, go to the meat counter, they always ask if I want it chipped or sliced, no matter the meat. Hmm. Really? They do. And I always have to say, no, no, no. Sliced, please. I don't get that question. I swear I do. Maybe I just don't look like a chipped person. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that Does was a laugh. They chipped deli meat to you. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I have no rebuttal. <laughs> Uh, what's your next unbelievability this is another lab this is another lab one she has a crop top and her belly showing when she's pouring hydrochloric acid <laughs> and her lab coat could be buttoned so her stomach wasn't showing but it is unbuttoned so if you're in a lab does your coat have to be buttoned no, but you can have your stomach showing. I was just wondering if that was a rule. I think you're next. I know. I just gave it. It was the crop top hydrochloric acid. Damn it. You're right. Okay. So once they get off of work, she starts dancing instead of cleaning the tables. And honestly, like it was so fucking stupid to begin with. But no, anyone working late at night, they just want to get the fuck out of there. She's not going to spend time taking off her shoes and dancing to Tom Waits. 
that was clean the tables so weird and maddening yeah i didn't like it i thought it made him look creepy too and the fact that she never looked up in all of those like five minutes to see him staring at her dancing oddly on the bare dirty floor was weird that floor would be so sticky and smelly. Yeah. As would her feet. Yes. No socks in those clogs? Mm-mm. And he's, That's a mistake. That's Blister City. He seemed to get like super turned on by her bare feet too. <laughs> I didn't notice, but I like it. Do we find it believable that she invited him home for Thanksgiving? Yes. No. Well, because like, yes. how much time were they really spending together, like outside of work and like organic chemistry? Well, he's teaching her Shakespeare. She's teaching him laundry with like a measuring cup because that's a thing. Never how done many that. measuring cups have you ever used for laundry? I count to ten seconds when I dump out my. Wait. Your mom used to use like a Pyrex cup for measuring laundry detergent? She used that. Uh, they didn't always have to measure cups. They had that. But she would use it? She would use like cups, like the Pyrex cups. Okay. All right. Well, so Bernard's mother would. That's dedication. Because they, did, they didn't always have the cups. But, excuse me, I still wouldn't. I just yep that's what i would do i mean some people are more precise i say the hell with it it's gonna get clean but i also say the hell with different temperatures and shit everything goes in cold same z's unless it's like needs to be unless it's like dirty rags exactly and then it goes in hot like when the dogs pee on something it goes in hot when the cat pees on something Yep. Mm-hmm. So, other, other anything else? All clothes, same load, gold. I separate my darks from my whites and colors. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, it's you. When she goes back for when they go to her house for Thanksgiving. She brings him into her room and he sits on her stuffed muse and she's like, oh, you're crushing gas. And it squeaks like a fucking dog toy. I hated it. I hated it. And it became like this really cute thing, cute in quotes, where she like talks in Gus's voice and shit. Like, I'm not saying you have to throw the toy out or anything, but I am saying it's in your closet, not on your bed. You're not cuddling with it. It's just like a keepsake. Yeah. Mine is right there. Did you see him? No. It's what on, am I supposed to be looking at? It's a stuffed penguin that's on top of a bookshelf. Oh, you can see okay. his feet. Yeah. I just, and, and I know like I've seen like the, Instagram things where people like take pictures of the blankies they still have and shit, but 
you're not going to use a voice to talk to it and like a boy you're trying to get with. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's really weird. Is the tractor racing a thing? I don't know. I can look it up. Calendar of Lawnmower Racing Events 2022 that was published on March 4th. So is a thing. Well, all right. I can also look up lawnmower racing tracks near me. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yep, It is certainly a thing. Okay. Let's mow.com. Yeah, I won't be going anytime soon. No, because it's fucking ridiculous. It's perfectly good lawnmower. For real, though, those things aren't cheap. No, they're not. It's like a couple thousand dollars. At least. At least. <laughs> um, now, what about the lawnmower race being for actual marbles? Why? The- why? Just why? There should be some kind of prize other than pride. If they're really doing American stereotypes, it should have been like a case of beer. Oh, like shitty beer, like Coors Light or yes. something. Yes. Yes. And that like would a trophy. have made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Probably made out of beer cans or something ridiculous. Like the one that goes on my mantle if my husband wins fantasy football. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this was my beef. Wasn't it like very springtime weather? Like it's Wisconsin, November 25th or November 24th around Thanksgiving. Isn't it going to be really fucking cold? Yeah, you're right. They weren't right. Yeah, they they weren't. There's no cold breath showing. They're all dressed in like jeans and short sleeves and maybe a little sweater or jacket. Let's see. <laughs> Average temperature in November in Wisconsin. Usually around 38 degrees Fahrenheit. So I call bullshit. Rarely falling below 11 degrees or exceeding 49 degrees. Yep. That's Madison, Wisconsin. Good call. I didn't even think about that. I'm sleuthing. It's it's north. It's north of PA, guys. It's going to be colder. And the sun is going to set differently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I went through to, I went like farther along, like right before he went to Denmark. So if you have anything before then, go for it. How the hell did the paparazzi find him? How did how did it take so long to find him? I was the opposite. Oh, really? Like, you can't hide. I, you can't hide that a prince went to Wisconsin. He's not even there under like any kind of pseudonym. She calls him Eddie. His name's Edward, and he does have his bodyguard like with him in every class, taking off his <laughs> jacket for him. Yeah, yeah. No, it it was amazing. It took that long. Okay, all right. Well, then that's fair. I stand corrected. I was in an undergrad course 
undergraduate, in what class have you ever had to defend a position in front of a panel? Never, ever, especially if it's not your elective. Right. She had to do that in a Shakespeare class. That was weird. And I didn't think that was believable at all. does not happen. I had to do something. I had to. Part of one of my finals was oral. Nice. (laughs) I had to converse in Spanish. That was the most I had to do. I would have to give presentations, but I would never have to do it to like. No, I lied. I had to do something to a panel. It was oral. (laughs) (laughs) Was it in your first four years or after your first four years? I think it was my fourth year. Okay. Interesting. I think it was something I had to do to keep or to like pass fourth year or something like that. Okay. I don't know. I think it was like very traumatizing. I blocked it. Because I remember James had to even remind me that we did it. (laughs) (laughs) So it went well. Yeah, I guess so. It was a lot. I only have one more, so that's a lie. I have two. I think I'm good. Okay. Go for it. When they go to Denmark, and even before, just throughout this whole thing, he has no bodyguards. The Prince of Denmark just walks around like by himself all the time. When she goes and gets him out of the parade, he breaks off. They go to picnics by themselves. They do everything by themselves. Like no one's taking care of this boy and he's a prince. So that was unbelievable to me. And my very last one was the proposal. He was holding a butterfly in his hand. Yes, I did have that down. I was like, how did it survive? And then did she capture it and put it in a glass vase by her bed? And soar and let it go later. Like that butterfly would have been fucking dead. Maybe it didn't fly away because the wings were so crumpled. (laughs) They had to rehab it. (laughs) (laughs) So she is going to be a doctor, a queen, and she's a butterfly conservator. Yes, but she's the one who hurt that butterfly in the first place. So that that that's all I got. Oh, I'm so was, glad that you brought that up. That was so wild. What else was wild was that that happened, and there were 30 minutes left in the fucking. <laughs> that was so wild. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "What could possibly happen now?" All right, let's do obstacles and then make another drink. Sounds good. Obstacles. Um, well, he's a prince of foreign country. And she's a farm girl who wants to be a doctor without borders. And she doesn't know how to be a, a princess or a queen. And she has terrible posture. Don't we all over here? an American thing. It you really guys is. Wouldn't understand it if you're not in America. 
I had one or maybe day. maybe you understand it better. Yeah. I had one good day of posture in my entire life. It was my wedding, and I am very proud of myself. <laughs> um, yeah. He has to grow up. She's too grown up. And I guess he believes that Girls Gone Wild is real life. That's an obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, I can't believe that you were able to overcome Take Off Your Top as an opener. <laughs> I, that would take a while for me. Yeah. Not not so much like because I'd be insulted. I'd be like, why did you say this? And then once you got the explanation, it'd be like, you believe that's just what we do here? And yeah, his answer was yes. Yeah. Not very Shakespearean of him. New drink. New drink. This is the most raucous podcast we've ever recorded. We're just so aloof that we're cool. <laughs> we're so cool. <coughs> <laughs> All right, be back. Sitting here, I have, to, I have to take off my house sweater because I'm so hot. <laughs> I see that I, I'm in the point. I close it with a safety pin. Oh, Marie, that's bad. <laughs> that, it doesn't you, have any buttons and I like it closed. That's, you could probably sew a button on it. I think yeah, it'd be it's easier than harder a, than a safety pen. I am in the point of my <laughs> virus though, where I am like sweating nonstop. And I think this is like the last part. This is like, it's getting all out of me. I had chills for a long time and I, I thought I was like, I have COVID. I have a fever. I never had a fever. I was just chilly. Yeah. No, that's funny. I didn't get chills at all. Mm-hmm. I did test for COVID yesterday and I was doing the swab and my nose was so raw from how much I was blowing it that the swab just came out just pure blood. Oh. And I'm like doing the little drop thing and it's like seriously like red coming out because my nose was so bloody. No, it's not COVID. It's just a terrible, terrible sinus infection. How was Halloween for you? Um, it was a lot. I feel like three days of trick-or-treating was too many days. Three days? We did, went once when we were camping. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. And then we went once at our brother's and then she went here. So now you got know. the mother load though. Yeah, there's a lot of candy. I can't wait to get into and that. It was so weird that there wasn't a lot of trick-or-treaters. So we have like 20 bars left over. We bought 90. And usually like we give out 90 big bars and then like I have a backup bag. And I give out most of the backup bag too, but not this year. That's so weird. I wonder if something happened. Like, like a lot of kids were sick or it's still coat. Like, it's so weird because last year I think was more, I think it was busier last year. The only thing I can think of was that it was because it was Monday. Yeah. But like kids don't take a rest on Monday. They're kids. They're fucking kids. And it's candy. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. So now we got a shit ton of candy and she's... She's wild for it this year. 
That's awesome. She's like, can I have a can I have a big bar right now? And I'm like, no, you can have half a big bar right now. You can eat the other half after dinner. She's like, what if I just have one more piece of it? And I'm like, no. She's <laughs> like, what if I go get another little piece, but don't eat any of this one? I'm like, no. <laughs> I like the bargaining. So, yeah, she's crazy. And then I told her, <laughs> I said, if you're still hungry, this is my go-to. If you're still hungry that much, go get some fruit. Oh, I'm not even that hungry. Okay, then you don't need more chocolate. <laughs> What's her go-to? What's that? What's her go-to? Well, she's like, she wants to eat all the candy that Pappy and Mimon gave her. So that's what she's been working on. Like the Hershey's and the Reese peanut butter cups, the Kit Kat. So she she wants to eat all of those. I think I just... Like she goes for the big bars. Loves the big bars. Well, of course. Fun size ain't fun. <laughs> so I'll I'll take I'll take the leash off her with the candy one day. Probably when she's eight. I feel like eight. Well, she does is, have bad teeth genes. Yeah. Kids well, got bad these, an animal. The dentist said though, like it's better for her to eat. A shit ton of, she didn't use these words, obviously, a shit ton of sugar at once because your saliva like excretes a certain thing after the sugar, I think, then spread out the sugar. That's counterintuitive, I feel like. Yeah, but it's better to eat it all at once. So your teeth get it all at once and eat it again and again and again and again and again. Who knew? Not me. Yeah. So, how much candy do you do you have left over? Oh, so much. We have yeah. an entire box of 40 bars left. And I'm like, is it wrong to just save those until next year? Absolutely not. Like, they're unopened. That's not going to go bad. Yeah, it's chocolate. Right. And then I had yeah. about 20, like half of one other box left. Mm-hmm. I literally was chasing children. Like I saw them walking on the other side of the street. I grabbed my bowl and I was like, please, please take it, please. And then, Remo- sorry, oh, sorry, this one girl, like she stacked so many and like was using her chin to like hold it <laughs> in place. I was like, get it, get it, girl. Just get it. <laughs> Remember um, dad and his wife last year? Lynn, well, not his wife of last year, but last year. <laughs> They gave all the kids a box of like big bars because they had bought so many for trick or treaters and no one showed up. So I think like all the kids got a box of big bars. Oh my God. I did not know that. Can you imagine if you're that kid and you're like, or maybe oh it was one gosh. per household or something, but like, wow. Renner took it to his job. Like, we would never eat that many over, over the course of a year, we would, but. You know who can't control himself? Oh. Yep. Um, so did you and James finish The Watcher yesterday? We did. We, watched- we did not. We have one episode left. Okay. Um, I waited to read the BuzzFeed article of like what was changed. And it's like everything. Yeah, it's a completely fictional story, except some family after they bought a house received some letters. Yeah. 
That's it. So James was like, so this basically didn't even happen. And I was like, yeah. But yeah. it was a good show. Like, it was. It, it is. And once I think it actually helped Bernard enjoy it more once he realized like none of it was real. He just looked at it as a movie and he was like, oh, it was suspense. So is never mind. I want to ask you because okay. you won't tell me anyway. No, I won't. So I'm not even going to ask. Um, what else have you been watching? Anything? Mm, nothing at all. Actually. I watched a, What was? I just watched a fuck ton of Halloween movies. And that was going to be my question. What was your favorite like new one that you watched? I really liked the Babadook. Mm-hmm. I really liked the Descent. And I liked Cabin Fever. It was like a very campy, silly, over the top. Is that top. the one with Chris Hemsworth? So that's what I thought at first, but that one's the cabin in the woods. Oh, this one is an actual like scary, like flesh eating disease infects these campers. That doesn't sound like a horror movie so much as like sci-fi maybe, or is it horror? I feel like the, the, the edges are blurred between that sometimes. Okay. Um, okay. And I also watched Jeepers Creepers for the first time. You want to know something crazy? What? I I watched Jeepers Creepers when I worked with children and I watched it with a four-year-old. Yikes. That's worse than what James told me. He watched it at a church function. And I was like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, it was some kind of weird youth group thing. We watched it. It was like a lock-in. And I was like, at church? Did you ever do lock-ins? Funny enough, I did for church once. I did a couple lock-ins for churches and friends' churches. Did you have fun? Loved it. Really? There was always some kind of, yeah, loved it. We didn't do anything churchy. Yeah. It was all just about having fun and that, like, there was always some kind of, like, stupid kid drama going on that to get caught up in and jolt cola and not sleeping and it was great did you like jeepers creepers i was terrified yeah so for me i was scared until you saw the thing's face and then i was like this isn't scary anymore Mm. but the first half is very scary it is very scary yeah the mom insisted that her child doesn't get scared over scary movies so it was fun to watch i'm sure that won't come back later in life so oh i also watched barbarian and that was very good was it scary yes quite a few jump scares okay i would not recommend for you good good to know dad and lynn now that I remember, we're talking about the Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. You know, it's funny because James mentioned he wanted to watch that. They said 
that there were some that were would have been fine for me to watch and some that were just not. That there huh. are some that are pretty scary. Maybe so. I'll ask to watch that then since he was asking about it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll trick him. Who do you, James? Yeah. He was like, oh, Guillermo del Toro came out with this. Like, it sounds really cool. And I was like, you think that? Okay. No time like the present. Right? Let's do, do it, it now. But Do it now before it's spoiled. I know. I got to. Um, yeah. There was one night, and I wasn't even sick yet. I watched four movies in one night. It was great. And there was one. I can't even imagine. That would be awesome. I can sit like a bump on a log for hours upon hours. And I love like, it. Bump on a log. Mob classic. <laughs> I I recently remembered one and I've been using it a couple times. Um, remember, Did you ever have her tell you go get your yayas out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to get your yayas out. So I've been using that with my kid. Yeah. And our friends. Go get your yayas out. But I feel like it could mis- be misinterpreted for like getting your boobies out. <laughs> it's just like work work out your energy. <laughs> you got to make sure the context is clear. True. So I could I could see that though. Um, House of Dragons is over. What are we going to do with our Sunday nights? Uh, I'm already feeling it. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, is it going to be called Snow? Jon Snow's thing? No, there's going to be a second season, just not until 2024. Oh, you're talking no, about. No, I just. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Is it going to be. Is that going to be out that soon? I don't know. That would be awesome. Jon Snow's spinoff release date. No, that's about House of the Dragons. Kit Harrington expected to reprise his role. What the fuck else is he going to do? True story. I mean, maybe he'll do stage work. But um, I can't find anything. There are three other spinoffs in various stages of development. Duncan Egg. Oh, okay. The sea Snake. About Corliss Valerian. And then 10,000 ships about Princess Nymeria. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nothing. I can't find any data about snow. So. To 2023 or early 2024. Oh. I started watching this. It seems like it's just like a one-off little thing. It's called Dark Tourism or Dark Tourist or something like that. I told you about that. Oh, I started watching it because you told me to watch it. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm so dumb. But I started watching it and it's 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 intense. Like some of it I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool. But then some of it I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I'm not doing that. that. That's the same guy. Do you remember I told you about like the tickle sport thing? Yes. Yes. It's the same guy. Okay. It's the same guy. And... <laughs> um what was I the one I watched it was about that manor one and they were he was talking about to preppers like doomsday preppers but before that he went to like this replica of Nose Ark that's in the United States somewhere and I want to confirm something wait does it have like the animals and everything 
like fake ones. Okay. And some of the fake animals that were in the cages were actual dinosaurs. And he was like, did you know that these dinosaurs like wouldn't have been around? And she's like, it's not confirmed in the Bible. <laughs> um, oh, I those people the are name. so nuts. I really, yeah. I really like his dry sense of humor. Me too. But she was talking about like people being doomed and, you know, homosexuals and like all that kind of thing that people can be crazy about. And he's like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to be done for. And she goes, yeah, you are. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's an awkward silence. <laughs> what are those people called? For for flat earthers? Is that them? No, that's something different. What are those people? There's like a specific religious sect of people who think that God created dinosaurs or some shit. Uh, that I'm unfamiliar with. Or that dinosaurs didn't. Except, I, I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Let's get back to the prince and me, shall we? Love that show, though. It was and good. It's yeah. so much stuff that I would never do, but I enjoy saying. I actually, I think two of my friends did the suicide uh, forest whenever they were in Japan. It seems very eerie, but also very beautiful. Mm-hmm. and otherworldly um the nuclear stuff i could never get into like I, I mean like it's so fascinating but i would never yeah that was crazy i remember that like the geiger counter was like really high yeah okay <coughs> prince, and, prince and me chemistry any general thoughts you have Aside from the meat cute and how many cringes there were, I do felt like they had good chemistry. Yeah. I did too. I enjoyed their kiss when they finally like got down to it. I thought that was cute down in the bar even barn, even though I was like, is it gonna smell like gas or poop in there? Because maybe not so romantic, but yeah. that was fine. Yeah, the meat cute at the bar I didn't like. Her weird... Right off the bat. Yeah, her like stupid fake British accent or whatever. Like, stupid. And then when he asked her to take her top off, it got even worse. Yes. Not a good one. And then it just kind of continued into the rom-com coincidence when he showed up in the lab and they became permanent lab partners. I was like, this movie's going to be shit. Um, But then I thought it got better. Yeah, I agree. It was, it's definitely like, like you said, the people who saw it when it first came out in high school, they're probably like, oh, I love this movie. It's nostalgia, blah, blah, blah. Probably like bring it on or something like mm. that, you know? Um, yeah. I, I liked the laundry scene where they like seem to bond over that. 
Well, that I, that was I thought that was the first sign of love when she started talking about Shakespeare and he started talking about the hidden meaning, the things, and how people rarely say what they mean, and that makes them more interesting. She was looking at him like, oh, maybe there is something to this guy. So I thought that was good. I even liked it after the class when he was quoting Shakespeare to her. I thought that was like kind of the turn in the movie that things started to get better. I thought the bonding over the meat slicing was pretty cheesy. I will, ha, no pun intended. <laughs> was that, oh, was that before or after the laundry? It was before. That was before. Okay. I was too caught up with the whole, like, there's a meat slicer in this deli slash bar that people are coming to with. I like, I didn't even register any of the conversations happening. Well, like they're trying to make it really cute with like the subtle touching and she's going to guide his hand and stuff like that. But I think you're right. It was such a wild scenario. (laughs) I do remember thinking like it's a little bit of a gender swap now that you mentioned that. Usually it's like the guy helping the girl do something, but this time the girl is helping the guy. I kind Um, of really want a sandwich now. Like a really good like panini or something. Ugh, that sounds great. Do you have the materials to make that for yourself? No, absolutely not. I, that's very sad. Yeah. You can go to Jersey Mike's tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? I do have pizza though. So I feel like that's better. I just need to convince <laughs> myself that I'd want pizza more. Cheese, meat, and bread. <laughs> there you go. It's it's sandwich-esque. Oh, I, so I went to Trader Joe's right before I got sick. I think I was bitching to you about how I did this big shop and like half of it's going to go bad because it's like bread products that I didn't feel like eating. So I got this baguette that I had to throw away already, which was really sad. Mm. I know because it doesn't last. Like I would have, I literally got sick the next day because Trader Joe's has the best bruschetta spread. It's Mm -hmm. so freaking good. And I couldn't wait. I got some little shredded cheeses. I was going to toast these little baguette slices, put that bruschetta on there and get some cheese. It would have been so good. (coughs) But I still have the bruschetta dip. Hopefully that stays good for a while. Oh, I think it's good for like two months if it's unopened. Okay. But you got to get to Trader Joe's. Preservatives. Absolutely. Whenever I think of American food, I think of preservatives and nitrites. Seriously, all the shit that's legal here, but illegal in other countries. <sighs> I bet eat. it tastes so good. <laughs> um, I don't remember wh- how this came up. I think they were in the room and he was talking about how intimidating she is. And I think like at her room at her house during Thanksgiving break. And I thought that added to the chemistry because you would think that as a prince and like specifically his character, he wouldn't be intimidated by some farm girl. I think it was the fact that she's not the girl that's going to fawn over him and do exactly what he wants her to do because he is a prince. And I think he likes that. I agree with you. 
He wants someone to treat him like a real guy. Yeah. Not like a regular guy, but a cool guy. (laughs) I liked him visiting her family, though, and like, I liked, like you said, the barn scene and the kiss and stuff and just him milking the cow and I thought it was funny. I did too. I even like, you know, her brothers, I think those were her brothers, like not understanding that he could speak English and like talking slow and then questioning his motives and the dad being like, you're not staying in this room. You're down the hall and our door will be like, I liked all that. It was funny. How hard do you think it is to like milk a cow? Because that's something like that's something in me that I always want to know the answer to. Like I want to try to to milk. I think it's easy if you know the right way to do it. And I think that we could figure it out. I have faith in us. Like you got to start at the top, like like bring the milk down and like roll your hand and yeah. like squeeze it out. Are you just using the method that you learned from Sex in the City though? I don't think so. I think I've watched videos on it because <laughs> my kid was... <laughs> My kid was really interested to know how milk came out. So, like, we would watch videos on milking cows, and I think he, like... Okay. Because whenever Samantha wants to bone that farm yeah. boy, that's exactly what he does. So I just was curious. Maybe there is some, like, latent memory in there, because now that you brought it up, but it doesn't look that hard. I feel like it could be deceptively hard. Like, I want to know how hard it is to get the milk to come out. Like, do you have to massage the udder before it, like, is ready to come out? I don't know. How hard do you have to press? Are you going to upset the cow? I don't know if you're going to upset the cow because the cow would have, like, a calf suckling on it. And I would think that would be pretty hard. I feel like they need to be relieved. It's like a breastfeeding mother. Yes. I think you're right. But I do think you would need some hand strength. Interesting. This is probably a question that I will forever be asking myself. Farmers, email us. Toasttoromcom.gmail.com How hard do you have to press a cow's teeth to get the milk to come out? It's a comparison. Ooh, yeah. Like, is it like a stress ball? Is it like a... I don't know. I might have a contact. Yeah. We want to know. Are you like squeezing the juice out of a lime? Because that be that's hard. hard. Yeah, I know. Um, a chemistry part that I did cringe at was the mom at the tractor race. Chemistry is not just a class, kiddo. And you two have it. Okay. Oh, my God. Let's stop right now, mom. Embarrassing. And then she brought up, like, in the barn that, oh, I'm so sorry people think we're together. Okay, you didn't have to say that out loud. I think it's just bad writing. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. (coughs) It led to the kiss, though, because obviously once you say that, you want to be with him. So you're not sorry. I thought them going to bone, like, I thought they were just going to make out in the stacks like in the library, but they were going to fucking bone. Like she took off his shirt and I was like, whoa, this is too public for this to be happening. 
I think that they were actually working on pants. Like, yes, they were. And I was shocked. There's like no fear of people coming over. There's no cameras in this library. You can just fuck. That is too much. It is. I thought before that, I thought the sexual tension was good. Like the touching and the hands. Like I was, I was for it. It was great. Yeah. Good call. Like while they were studying and they couldn't concentrate. Mm-hmm. And he was like playing with their hands and all that kind of stuff. Like I could feel that. That was great. But mm. yeah, that was. I don't know. That was. Were wild. you gonna lay down? Just be against the wall? Like that's harder than it looks. You're gonna knock that bookshelf over. <laughs> you thrust too hard. I guess. Like he would have to like bend her over, right? <laughs> Like, that's the only way I can see that working. (laughs) Laying on the ground or bending it over. How romantic. Absolutely. For first, that's what you want. Oh, yeah. Email us, toasteromcoms (laughs) at gmail.com. If you fucked in the library against the stacks, how stable are those shelves? Are they screwed into the floor? If they are screwed into the floor and the ceiling, it could be doable. Yeah. It's not like the mummy bookshelves. <laughs> Start dominating. Oh, Rick couldn't so get her in the library. No, he's got to be very powerful, too. <laughs> Brendan Fraser has some powerful thighs. <laughs> he has a powerful thrust. Yeah, he does. You look at him in that movie and you're like, he's. He's got a lot behind that thrust. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, it seems so exhausting, that schedule. Oh, yeah, I could never. That really ruined the chemistry for me. When do you put your sweatpants? (laughs) Like, when do you get to relax? He was going through it, and I was like, when is there a nap time? When do you watch? You need one after that. When do you watch Game of Thrones? Like, yeah. I was not a fan. I don't want to be a queen. I like I, I don't I don't get this royal obsession. I don't want anything to do with it. I agree with that. And she didn't get like a lot of training on stuff. Like you would have thought they'd like have classes. They gave her some pointers, but she needs to know more than that. Like the history of Denmark, like how to treat dignitaries. Some basic Even phrases. I thought it was What's that? Some basic phrases, some basic Danish. Yeah. I loved the groundbreaking, her with that shovel, but like they would have told her how to do that. I thought it was so endearing. Same. She's like, oh, farm girl. Yeah, it was it was great. Um anything else for chemistry? I'm good. No, I'm good. Okay. I only got so many miles left on this voice. <laughs> it is getting rougher. Yeah. More, um, not not so much sexy as it more smokes two packs a day. <laughs> it's going to give out at any moment. I'm like one of the uh, Marge Simpson sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying. <laughs> York or Boston now? Is it from Boston? My. I don't know. 
Oh, it's tough over here. <laughs> Moment they fall in love, what do you think? Oh, fuck, I forgot about that category. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> Perfect. I think for him, it was the dancing to Tom Waits. Oh, it's so crazy. Because then he made it their song at the coronation. So that's when he fell in love with her. Dancing barefoot in the dirty ass bar floor. Disgusting. Yeah. Was she was born a in a barn? She might have been. Right <laughs> next, right next to the cows. Uh, uh, I think that's actually that's that's good. I think I agree with that. He was very taken with her. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, I know I said like her first sign of love was the laundry room talk. Does that count as the moment she fell in love? No, I I don't think she fell in love until he had already left. I agree. That panel speech. Yep. When she kind of spirals into her own relationship. All right. Iconic scene. It's actually a little hard because I don't know. Huh. I swear to God, every time I think of this movie, I'm going to, I'm going to think of him asking her to take her top off. <laughs> so you think in the bar when yep. he asked her yep. that? Yep. <sighs> nothing, nothing really comes to mind. I'm going to be honest. Maybe her riding on the back of the horse in Denmark. It's not a super memorable movie. It's not. It's cute, but it's just, it's, there's not a lot going for it, really. It's like a mishmash of a lot of other movies, like little bits of movies together. Yes. And I'll tell you one of the things that that I was kind of really tired of, like, I thought it was, the, the trope is so tired whenever somebody gets mad at somebody else for hiding their royal identity or this identity or whatever and i was like dude he's a prince like i get it like he's not like lying to you he didn't lie about his name like try to be understanding a little bit i was like of course she's gonna overreact and push him away and blah 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 like we've seen it a million times i'm glad you brought that up because for me that scene taking place in the rain was it i was like of course it's raining it has to be right now. That's you know? such a good point. Yeah. I loved her hair. I'm going to say that. I right did too. That. Her hair fit her so well. I like it so much than her longer hair in 10 Things I Hate About You. I loved the brunette bob. The chunky highlights were a bit too 90s, but I got it. It was the time period, but it didn't bother me. I loved the cut. I loved the color. I love how it was styled until she had to be like, queenly then it got like blah yeah her eyebrows looked good this time around too like they were very Mm -hmm. little in 10 things um but they were shaped well in this one yeah i agree with that uh i was really underwhelmed by the dress 
the pink coronation dress. I thought it looked good. I was pleasantly surprised compared to how they were leading up to it. I thought that the lead up to it looked really bad. I thought it was going to be that paper bag color. Yeah, so did I. So that was good. I'm never a big fan of strapless. Yeah, well, and it was toga, actually, kind of. Because it had, like, the one shoulder. Okay. It reminded me of Hermione's Yule Ball gown. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Um, like, the parade chanting her name page 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 so fucking dumb i hated that so unrealistic yeah like they're not gonna know who she is come on Uh uh-huh and then he catches on please i just couldn't believe that they actually worked it out and got together i really couldn't well, he came. I thought it was a more open-ended ending because he's like, I'll wait for you. And they hugged. But that still leaves a lot of time. You know what I mean? Before she's ready to settle down. So is it actually going to work out? Who knows? Well, from two, three, and four, apparently it does. Obviously. Um... I thought those dorms were humongous. Still shitty looking though. Well, yeah, that was good, but they were big. Yeah. Um, remember when he's giving his speech and she's standing in the crowd before walking away. And there's, wait, there's one guy. Did you see him? He's standing in the crowd, smiling, waving a little Denmark flag. And I loved him. It was so funny. He's just standing there staring at him with his tiny little flag. It was fantastic. Acting his little heart out. That's right. He wasn't going to look at her for no amount of money. (laughs) Uh, Miranda Richardson is a bitch again. Shocking. But that got resolved. What? Sorry, go ahead. But she has a heart of gold in the end. That was so ridiculous. How fast that turnaround was. Like, get real. I figured she was going to be what drove her off. Yeah, me too. But I guess that would have been too... What a girl wants. Mm, Good point. Because that was before. I think that was 2001 or 2002. There was something about this movie. Mm-hmm. Is Wisconsin where Colin and Love Actually goes? Yes. You're so right. I think <laughs> Love Actually came first, and I was wondering if that's where they got this idea. <laughs> well, what if Colin was royalty? That is such a good observation. What a good call, Marie. Thank you. And then there was a fact the guy at the beginning of the movie racing BMWs with him is an actual race car driver. Who is he? Because he looked so familiar. Eddie Irvine? Oh, do they stay together? Do we do that? We did. We said... No, we didn't. I thought we said yes because of two, three, and four. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. 
even though it's not likely. Um, martini glasses. Oh, it's like a two and a half. I'm going to give it a four. Oh my Lord. That is insane. Listen, it's not a good movie, but I secretly love it. I mean, good for you. I bashed it. I bashed it, but I will watch it again. This is a shock for me. Like, honestly. It really won me over. Wow. 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 (laughs) I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what happened, but somewhere (laughs) along the way, I was like, man, I'm really loving this. (laughs) 100% we'll watch again. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I think I'll be okay if I never see it again. All right. But will I watch the sequels? No, because Julia Stiles is in them. Yeah. Really the same. Did your daughter watch this with you at all? No, she did not. No. She gets like really weird. Ever since she, I think she saw some Stranger Things, she's so, she'll like yell, Is it scary? <laughs> From the background. Oh, no, it's not scary. But. No, I don't. I don't really watch TV until she's in bed. That's so funny. That's gonna be like her trauma moment. Back now. <laughs> I mean, I it, I get it. It's pretty. Yeah, scary. for sure. He's scary. Yeah. Oh, do you know who Grace? Nope, that's her real name. Do you know who Chrissy is related to? I saw it recently, but I forget now. Our friend of the pod, Casper Van Dien. He's her daughter, or he's her father. Yes, that's right. I couldn't believe it. That was so funny. I remember seeing that now that you mentioned it. I was like, oh, that just happened. Yeah. Casper Van Dien liked our post on Sleepy Hollow. I loved it. I I could not get enough of it. Anytime I see somebody like something on our Instagram and they have that little check mark, I'm like, I've won it life. <laughs> yeah. Um have you like been paying attention to like the big Twitter drama? No. With the check marks? No. Well, Elon Musk owns Twitter now. Right. And he wants people to pay for their Twitter check mark. Of course and this he does is like that a cheap huge bastard. thing because Stephen King is like, why would I pay? Like, I'm writing for free for you. And now you want me to pay to write? He's like, fuck no. Fuck you. Yeah. So. I I agree. Like, that's so stupid. Yeah, because if all the if all the check mark people leave then what the hell Twitter is it? will cease to exist. I hate Twitter anyway. Okay. Um, so we're not sure what movie we're going to do next. We're going to look for another Thanksgiving one, I think. Sounds great. Hopefully I won't sound like shit the next time. Yeah, it's up for grabs. We'll see what happens. Um, Sounding like, like shit? Out- no, sound like <laughs> shit. Know. Um, please go on Instagram at toasty rom coms 
and like, follow us. There's lots of cool places to visit, especially in the Pittsburgh area. But Allison does frequently leave the Pittsburgh area and visits bars and restaurants in other areas of the country. And there's good wrecks in there. I'm all about that child-free life, baby. (laughs) Get your dink on. Get my dink on? Double income, no kids. Oh, <laughs> I'm so lame. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is that? You or me, probably both no. at that point. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I bet you, you were cool with that little slang and I just went right over my head. <laughs> um, please follow us on Apple iTunes. Google Play. Spotify, whatever your preferred listening platform is. Drop us a review. Um, We don't get anywhere without those reviews or those stars. And we haven't gotten one in a little while, but we could really use one. Yeah, it's real easy, guys. Just let us know how we're doing. Type in two words, whatever. Click those stars and let us know. Um, All it has to be is great job. Well done. Keep going. we like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it has to be. Just do it. If anybody types in any of those, I'll be happy. Yeah, we don't need a lot of detail. We just need something. If you've made it this far, my ver- my voice hurts so bad and I've done this for you. So can you please give us five stars? <laughs> Even if you type in, what does he say? Will you take your top off for me? Oh my God, I would love it if somebody reviewed us that way. <laughs> Send us an email if you have any um, or DM us on any of our Twitter platforms or Instagram to let us know Thanksgiving rom-com. Have you you milked a cow? Have you milked a cow? Is it difficult? Email us. Email us. Let us know. Visit the website www.toasttoromcoms.com. We have a shit ton of holiday movies we've done previous thanksgiving movies we have drinks for those movies um just feel free to get on there grab those drinks grab those movies to enjoy some quality family time or just friend time or just individual time on instagram i recently posted a wonderful fall drink that i am truly obsessed with it is an apple cider mule it is um Vodka of your choice. I think it was an ounce and a half of vodka. And I think it was uh, three ounces of apple cider with a half ounce of lime and then filled to the top with ginger beer. It was delightful. A sprig of rosemary was optional, but it was such a good fall drink. Nice. And if you forget that recipe or you want to see it, Go on Instagram at Toasty Rom-Com. Absolutely. I'll keep pushing that. Push it. Push it real good. Push it. (laughs) 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 On that note, um, we hope you enjoyed and we're going to go recuperate. Yeah. Need to rest this voice. Yeah. Watch up. Drink up. And cheers. Can I take it a little bit lower? (laughs) Goodbye.